up our game and shit. We need to do comedy butt naked, right? He <laughs> <laughs> his eye socket off and his uh, eyeball fell out. White women keep kidnapping us. <laughs> Y'all seen the blind side. Aren't you uh, glad we have that disclaimer? Uh, I'm glad, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, it's going to come in handy for this This week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Get your car wrapped by some of the most experienced and skilled in the Bay. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of The Voice Party Podcast. It's me, JD, here with a new board. No, make it's some, Phil make with some, the Make new some sound board. effect. Make some sound effect. Hey. I'm here sitting next to Marcos. What's up, man? From tomorrow's June. Tomorrow's no one gives June? a fuck about tomorrow's June right now. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, bro? I'm spectacular. Did you get a good night's sleep? I did. Where did you? Where do you sleep on a futon? Uh... No, I, I I sleep on a queen size bed. Oh, yeah, I miss your cue. Oh, oh. I ain't never had a bed before. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a very special guest here today. Um, give it up for Core Day, everybody. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey, my bad. We're back here once I, again. I'm not gonna lie, I'm mad with power having these sound. I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, sorry. And also, we got Phil. <laughs> yeah, we got Phil working the ones and twos. What's up, Phil? What's cracking, everybody? <laughs> Making podcasts great Real quick, again. JD, who's that? Black Joaquin. Okay, you didn't introduce him. You did not introduce him. You just, you just asked him if he had a bed. Oh, that's you're true. terrible at this. Give man. it up for Black Joaquin one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't should, feel we do, right. should we do it over again? Let's do it again. All right. <clears throat> scrap all that. No, no, no. No, no, no. Don't no, scrap just, it. Just, just do it again. Just, like, just do Joaquin's again. Give it up for Black Joaquin. Now the applause. Now the applause. Now the bed. Now the bed. That's why I was saying it didn't feel right. I ain't never had a bed before. <laughs> because you was like, you gave he went, burr, 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 burr. I was like, nah, he, he ain't never had a bed. That's this, like this is just the episode where we test the board. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know what? My fa- play that bed one again. This is my favorite part about the whole thing. I ain't never had a bed before. <laughs> that little laugh of yeah, Corday. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me, yeah. Because I set it up. You perfectly. brought an inner child out for oh, that I moment, love bro. Yeah. It's one of my favorite scenes. I was, I don't know why. I was so scared when I first said that. I was like, fuck, is that racist? And then <laughs> Perfect segue, my Perfect friend. Perfect segue. Set Corday. Speaking of racist ah, people. Speaking of okay. racist. Okay. Corday. Yes. I, I hate that we can't hear you, though. Yeah, because my mic comes in after the mixer. I could run into the mixer, we the but then we're out. We, we're down one we input, so if we have two guests, it's... It's, it's fine. fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay, the, guests, anyway, the, the people can hear you. Yeah, yeah, the people can hear Today's me. episode on how fast does it take to piss off Corday. Jesus. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, Corday, you agree that black people can't be racist, right? Yes. Damn, that was How do you quick. feel about that, Phil? How do you feel about that? So you instigate you. Yeah, white man. How do you feel about that? No, huh? no, 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 no. He's asking a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you think it's racist for uh, a white person to sing a song written by a black person? Or a black person to sing a song written by a white person. Are, are we trying to get in specifics? Or what? What? When we singing this song, are there certain words that they're not supposed to be saying in this? This white person is not supposed to be saying certain stuff in this song. In this black person song. That's a good point. Okay, that, here, let's change it up. Here's why I'm bringing this up. Okay. <clears throat> in my news, apparently there's a Back to the Future musical. We talked about this yes, before yes. you got here. Okay. Apparently they made a Back to the Future musical. Okay, I think I heard about this. The clickbait article that showed up in my feed was just like. Back to the Future musical omits uh, sensitive issues or problematic issues from the original film. And I'm like, problematic? It's Back to the Future. The yeah. fuck is so problematic about Back to the Future? Right? Other than like his mom having a hots for him. Right? <laughs> that was hilarious. And she, his mom was fine in that movie. So apparently the Back to the Future musical omits the Johnny B. Good scene because they said it's racist for a white guy, Marty McFly, to sing a song. Johnny B. Good, written you mean by a you black make me artist. You want to shout? No. no. Can't let my hands in, shout. Let my hands in, but, shout. But they cut that scene out because they said it's racist, cultural appropriation for a white character to sing a song written by a black character. That's weird. That's, it's that's getting, weird. That's, that's too weird. far. That's, I think that's too far. That's, like, that's not really. Wait, wait. I, our microphone's super hot right now. I can turn you guys me down. Me and JD. 
That's, I don't I don't agree you, with that from you, that standpoint. I think I'm okay. Also, okay, yeah. from the standpoint too, he was saying like, he's like, hey, let's listen to this next song and like you guys are gonna love this one. And he's basically singing a song from the future that is his favorite song. Right. Is there any cussing in it? He's not saying the N word. He's not being derogatory. So that's not it's not cultural appropriation unless it's okay. Well, uh, I can see how you can kind of make it towards like it's this new guy with this new hit song, um, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, yo, you listen to him. I mean, like he's playing. If he it gets so, right? famous going back in Fam- the future from that song, and, and then that's why he kind of messed up. But then let's fast forward to let's let's make it equal or not equal. But uh, let's just talk about it. Uh, Hot tub time machine right. number two. When Craig Robinson's character, he was like, I, I just wrote that that song that we heard from way back when. He was like, you say. I only I don't even know the song, right. but it was just funny. He was oh, like, yeah, yeah. So, I, so it's like the same thing, but it's because you're going back from the future and stuff like that. So you're just singing a song that you know is popular in your day. Also, the fact that his favorite song is a black person song was usually happening. Like kids love black people. Yeah, songs. like the article I was reading was saying that like, and, and Joaquin brought this up earlier before you got here, <clears throat> is that it's cultural appropriation and that. In the narrative of the film, yeah. he's coming up with this song, and then Chuck's cousin Marvin's like, Chuck, you got to hear this. Yeah. And so in the narrative of the film, they're taking a song written by a black making person it like and making it seem like a white person created well, it, and then a black person ripped them off. It just went it, out. It, Everything just went out. It, it's, it's, no, it didn't. Your oh, headphones. Mine just this. went out. Okay. It's important because like, uh, this is what people started noticing. Like, I'm glad we brought this up because people started to... Tell me whenever I'm at shows or whatever yeah. that you're, how diverse the fucking show is. You know, white guy on the writer side, you know, poet, black black comics, yeah, you yeah. know, HLGBTQ, <laughs> Mexican. Yeah. So, and I feel like uh, we, I mean, we talk about it, yeah. but we never had a chance to talk about it within us. Well, so so the idea of the fact that he said this song and then it's saying like it's super dope, you can look at it to see is it racist, but it's not racism from the standpoint of, because you got to think back, back in the day when, um, well, like people like Little Richard and like Elvis stole like most of his stuff, like from, they say he stole from black people, Chuck like, like it's, and things like that. So the reason why it's cultural appropriation is because the why it's cultural appropriation is because like if a black person is doing it or if this culture is doing it like if this is what we normally do but to say like this white person is taking it and say oh it looks so much better like when black women have like braids in their hair like oh like they should take those out you shouldn't be doing it but then if Kim Kardashian has braids like oh my god you look so elegant you look so beautiful look at this new style that Kim Kardashian has invented well like no this is a culture that's been here forever wearing Jordans in restaurants like you seen that video that dude white dude inside the restaurant has Jordans no. shorts no. and he's allowed in and there's literally a guy it's like in the south yeah black dude with the same yeah. shorts and Jordan yeah. and he got he's like you can't that's not dress you can't yeah that's not he's dress like, code but yeah. like that guy's got yeah, the yeah. same yeah yeah it's like it's a lot of that stuff it's kind of like oh it's okay for him but it's not okay for you type yeah. of thing yeah. you know like uh, I remember like going to clubs like I remember they they associate with a person of color or like many, many it's black people like I remember when dreads was a thing like like they got growing yeah. up in the hyphy movie like going to clubs they were purposely not allowed dudes in with dreads they would make it they would make up something like oh do you have another form of government ID like so I remember me and my homie start carrying like two forms of IDs we had our driver's license and our like our personal ID just in case the security tried to come up with some dumb shit just so we wouldn't be allowed in and it was just trying to they were trying to kick out not have too many black people uh, not to have like the crowd super black or not they were checking people who might cause an issue based on this uh this this thing about them that they have like having dreads you know because you or like that's why they have dress codes sometimes because you know they don't want like people wearing hoodies or like gang if they associate gang affiliated stuff like you can't wear baseball caps because you know like uh new york hats men north uh san francisco hats men south side and things like that since uh c's on it met central and things like that so they were trying to keep it uh not have that kind of stuff but then sometimes a white person walking in with it and like no nah, it's okay because they assume that this person uh, isn't going to create drama or create friction. That's just like a, a pre-prejudice. And it's also digs into racism as well. Like, oh, well, if you have this kind of stuff, then you might cause an issue, but this white person doesn't. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I think going to the Back to the Future thing, I think people are looking for things that aren't there. Because if you watch the film, like, it's clearly not like racially motivated why you sing it's it's a badass song it's a dope ass just song. like thriller is a badass yeah. song just like real thing is a badass yeah. song just like all these all these songs by black artists for 100 years are badass 
And so I just think there's this trend now and this, this motivation now of people to find things to get upset about because it validates them if they have a cause to fight for. And so people look for things that they can stand on a soapbox and preach about because it makes them, I guess, feel validated. How do you feel? You agree? Disagree? I, I think what it is is that because um, when you come like uh, uh, the woke mob, you try like woke people thing, it was a lot of things was happening in the past that wasn't said and wasn't being done before. So now they're trying to make up from that standpoint as well. But then sometimes people uh, are trying to be extra cautious and not get canceled from a standpoint or they're trying to cut this out or trying to cut this out or whatever. Or there's a cultural appropriation or and sometimes I'll, I'll say I'll be honest sometimes white people always think that something is this like where they're trying to be uh, like this is super, this is like racist and but they haven't had like uh, someone of that culture like to like is this racist be like nah it's not or like you're getting mad on someone else's behalf or you know, on someone else's behalf or sometimes on people on the other side will well, this was something that happened that was racist, but I'll get someone from that culture to say it wasn't. And be like, see, I told you it wasn't racist, but even though they've been doing racist stuff from this standpoint. So it happens on both sides yeah. of the table. Um, and it just, what it really is, is just sometimes you need like a good infrastructure of people at the top. Like, okay, is this bad? Like, you didn't have to remove this, you know, or like, remember when Mulan, they removed a lot of the uh, songs and stuff like that from the movie Mulan, the live action version, because people, uh, I'm not sure where it comes, but people in Asia was upset about the Disney version of that. Like we, we here loved it, but then over there, because there, that's one of the top uh, box office places. No Mushu. Yeah, no Mushu. They hated a lot of the stuff that we liked in the movie Mulan, so they took that away and ended up not being as good. But then it pleased if the people who who it's supposed to be around and was centered if it pleases them then that's what it counts you're doing what a lot of people are doing in entertainment now man what do you mean you're turning what? the hate over to china how <laughs> <laughs> you so, what you mean real, real quick you know what i'm back. talking about the only yes. thing i hate about china that they were oh, doing shit. is that the fact that they kept those badass transformer movies going because it was always do well over there because they would make like 300 million or like 100 million or 200 million in a weekend over there and we kept seeing trash ass michael bay transformer <laughs> movies which i hated Okay. Now, reflecting one more time to the Back to Future scene, I've realized that maybe what's missing is context as far as to what the writer Correct. was getting at. So here's here's another way to look at that scene. Um, you look at the time period in where where he goes back in time to. We're looking at like the early days of Elvis, right? Yep. Elvis, we know, essentially took. Uh, songs that had already been recorded and written by African Americans, and and sung that and made that like the debut to the rest of the world because radio at one point was rather segregated, you know, officially. And um, he he took those records and like made it okay to like them mm -hmm. down south, you know, because at, at that point they were against you know white kids listening to black music, et cetera, et cetera. Now. The, this could be viewed as sort of a flip around of that, where it's, mm -hmm. it's it, as the the gag is, you know, this time this white guy comes and then and just sort of creates a time loop this way, yeah. you know. But but I you know that that could have been where the writer was coming from as well. The assumption that you as the viewer would know that this is a play on the whole Elvis thing, like it's a reverse comedic effect. Yeah. Right. So bearing that in mind, I think. That's awesome. I think that's an awesome reason to write that scene. And I think if you really don't know what an author's intent is unless you ask the author. So I would say let's ask the scriptwriter if they're yeah. still around, you know. And then if you see the movie uh, or the biopic of uh, Little Richard, um, and I think even Ray Charles, they had... I think and even like a few other like black artists literally was having their music stolen and re-recorded by a white person because the way that they sang it and the way that they they you know because they see black people aren't smart they're not produ they're not pronouncing their entire words and they're we we, we don't like uh, our white kids or we don't want to listen to this black folks music so we'd rather hear it from a white person singing it and saying that and that kind of thing and so they were literally have the lyrics re-recorded by have it by some white guy and then literally put it on white radios so they can consume it in that kind of way. And then that's definitely racism there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say that's definitely different than, like, what was going on there. Because I feel like if, if your answer is you shouldn't be able to appreciate art created by someone a different color than you, then I don't understand how you justify that. Because to me, that sounds like more racism. 
And I don't it's, understand how more seen, racism is the answer to anything. Have you ever seen that video? There's, there's a video, it's a, it's a comedy video, like a, a bit where it's two guys and one guy's like super far left and the other guy's got a shirt that says racist, right? And it's like the two extremes of, of both sides and basically it's uh, like they think like to to the super extreme left it's like things need to be like black people should only shop at black businesses right and then the racist like yeah see finally something we we agree upon <laughs> stuff like that yeah. and you're like you, you, i think you're seeing when you get too politically correct you it, it all becomes in a circle so the rate the racist people right because there's moderates we're we're on this side of you know mm-hmm. uh, democrat the side of republican whatever mm-hmm. Once you get too extreme, you're at the same at the same point of the circle, and it's like it, it's it's a real thing where they're saying the same fucking thing. Right, but their reasoning is different. Yeah, the, the, the left winger says the le- yes. The left winger says the black businesses aren't getting enough support. So you know what I mean? Like they should they should that business should be supported. Same. And their solution is they black should only shot black. Yeah. But like. You know, the right winger is saying that, but his reasoning is you should you, they should only do that because I don't want them buying from me right, at all yeah, anyway. Right, right. They don't care if that business right. succeeds. Yeah. So what so the mentality's different. It, it is. But when you start saying the same thing, it sounds the same. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Um, it support black owned businesses and I don't want them to shop here is two different things, but it's, that is, it's yeah, but yeah. that it kind of creates the same but it, but it but creates it, the same it, kind it, of things. But like well the, same the, the Republicans want black businesses to succeed. Like, no, he doesn't want you here in his shop. Yeah. Right. Versus right. like I I want I've started my own black clothing line because white could oh, it'd be like this, because the people who run clothing lines don't see me uh as having or creating something that could be successful when it comes to as a market as a, as a clientele so why do i need you when i'm already bringing in like a said. ton of black people to my clothing lines why should i give you something i already have that kind of a thing but like yeah if you have a black artist you do even more it's like no nah, i don't even need you I'm, I'm i'm good already that's you like know? what you just said about homeboy saying that he didn't want a black audience a b- black crowds he didn't want to perform for black crowds what's his name you just mentioned this uh Bert Kreischer? yeah he, he was he said that on the on the air well so he was uh he was at on his podcast him and gary owen because they was having a, uh, a conversation because when Gary Owen started going around and doing. And I'm not accusing him. I'm just saying, like, yeah. No, what it, what it, what the purpose of what he was saying because Gary uh, they was arguing or not arguing. They was just talking about how like Gary Owen has a very black fan base and a lot of right. other white comedians didn't understand like how do you get like such a black fan base? Like aren't aren't black fan bases like tough? Aren't, it's like those rooms are and then Brett Crusher was Uh-oh, like, and, yeah, he was like he was like well first he's like most people are mad because or like how sometimes black comedians don't want to only do black rooms. They want to go over to like they want to cross over and stuff but he was saying he was like you're just saying that he's like because he's like well or why white comedians are afraid to do black rooms he's like well because they're not good rooms and like they're not good crowds like black people aren't they're, they're, they're the shows aren't good it was like and then carolyn's like no that's not actually true. He's like, have you done a lot of black shows? He's like, oh, he's like I want to hear something like that. And because Gary Owens, somebody who has a loyal black fan base, and he was saying he was like, I have white fans and I have black fans. And he gets accused of appropriating too the way he talks and the yeah. way he talks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and but then also always constantly talking about like black people, like this, like white. I'm white this and I'm in a black space this. But he he talked about it from the standpoint of like um, I have a black wife and I have half black kids. I have mixed kids. Right. So he talked about it from that kind of standpoint. But then he's like, you don't choose your audience. You do the comedy and then that's who gravitates towards you because he sells out in a bunch of black arenas brett on the other hand was saying that the reason why i don't have black fans is because or like i don't do black rooms he's like because they're bad audiences and then gary was, yeah up. i was and, gonna say this is you and me have actually talked about this before yeah and it's about where you relate because comedy unlike music or anything you can kind of tackle a little bit of everything yeah. with, with like subtleness Comedy is so personal, yeah. And you relate to somebody. First off, I think when you hear someone's joke, like the way they're telling it, right? Yeah. Presented. So if you're if you're someone if you're watching someone on stage that looks like you that talks like you, yeah. re- that you relate to instantly, you're yeah. like, oh, that's my guy. Yeah. And then let's say you're a totally white dude from the suburbs, yeah. and you're gonna go see a room full of black comedians yeah. that are from the hood. Yeah. You're gonna be like. 
I didn't think any of this was funny. I don't, you know what I mean? Who like, you but like who yeah. you relate to, right? That's why hella and Filipinos so, go see Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Yeah. You know? and, you can't, and you can't be mad at that either. I, 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 I could push back on that because a lot of times, right, I'll say like black audiences and black people, especially from the hood and things like that, we always have to try to relate to white white movies, white shows, white comedy and stuff like that. So we sure, always have sure. to... Which is why Jordan Peele movies are blowing up yeah. because, right. you know, like, yeah. So it's like we always... So it, it, you always hear from white artists like, I, don't, I can't relate to... I can't... Like, I'm not from the hood or I'm not... And but then, like, a good black comedian, he was like... Like, he, he'd be like, be like white people talking about they ain't from the hood? That's because they live in a trailer park. Like, because y'all in this area. Like, right. you, like, you live in this one. I was like, but the, you know what the trailer park is next to? The hood. Yeah. It ain't the suburbs, you know? Right. So you... you so a lot of black comedians make that correlation to he was like white people y'all think y'all better than us y'all ain't especially the people who like who are like living around the same like slumming like the rest of, like I'm in the ghetto you in a trailer park what's different nothing nothing he's like but you see yourself like for like oh like I'm I'm not, I'm not you I'm like in the suburbs type of thing but it's like that's like a whole different thing so you try to ground it to where and that's like, really the classly that's really the, the division is yeah. in classes yeah where like you know that's kind of really where it is man yeah like if you think of the you know I we can go all of us right now we we'll go see yeah. uh, name a black comedian off the top of your head Ali Sadiq Ali Sadiq yeah. we could all go all oh, of us in this group yeah. Yeah. all of us in this group would go and we'll laugh yeah we can go same group Cat us Williams. oh no, no I'm saying I'm yeah. saying we'll, oh, whatever I would say but I would then we'll then we'll, we'll go see like George Lopez we might all laugh at something yeah. but then we'll go see Ellen now yeah we won't relate to that shit. Yeah. And then that's another thing that happens. It's like you uh, because you, you know that's ma- you male male woman, and then male say like no no. But I'm relate. saying class because she's like super me, rich, super rich, super rich and yeah. her. Have you seen her special? Yeah, uh, relatable. That was the the yeah, yeah it, like, it, like it's yeah, like you can't be rich rich people's rich. Yeah. problems. Like she's up there up yeah, there. Yeah yeah. It's that's where like the division really is. Yeah. We just kind of focus on. I mean, I know it, the race is a problem too, but it's yeah. that's kind of where the division is now with people. It, it, it's a it's that it's a class level where you can like separate separate mm. from hella, and then you could be talking about like oh like um like I remember Gary Owen like cause I was listening to his podcast I was like learned a lot of tidbits from him like he said Chad uh, Chad Johnson uh, tried uh, comedy for a little bit he was like you you know like he's like Ocho you Cinco? Ever, yeah Ocho Cinco he was like uh, he's like you ever like have a Ferrari and then like you crash you got to replace like a, a tire he's like oh y'all can't relate to that so he was like joking about how yeah, rich he is yeah yeah versus like a person who's super rich but trying to like relate to you and it, and it's like you don't we don't experience the same struggles and then Seinfeld's another example yeah, I was I was gonna say yeah. Seinfeld because sometimes like when you're rich and you're successful and all this kind of stuff you're out of touch but you're trying to say no I'm relatable and it's like are you though yeah like, do you know the same and it's like do you I have think, that same hunger I feel like that's when you have to kind of become more of a personal storyteller exactly as a comedian that's where you have to like because like Burt Kreischer in that sense too like or oh, actually, sorry, I'll say Theo Vaughn, right? Yeah. Like his stories, whether you think they're made up or not, yeah. I have the hood. I the have hood. my conspiracies, but his trailer park hood growing yeah. up, like those are funny because people have experienced mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? And he, I don't know where he's at financially in the world. He's so good. But he's but he is very much that kind of person that's like. Like he still feels like that country boy kind of that he has a thick country accent. He has like the uh, the mullet, and black people love him because it reminds them of like like uh, like you know like old Jebediah from like or something like that. Yeah. Some country dude who you probably grew up with because a lot of black people are from the south. He says, "Bruh, hella." No, no people from the south, bruh. Right. So use a lot of our same or he's language. That, or he's that one white kid in the hood. He's the one white kid, or the one white kid that you knew you grew up with who dr- he's their Phil. Trainer. He's right. their Phil. Nah. <laughs> 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 Phil was a guy, white guy in the hood. You were. Yeah, no, I was. I was born in Oakland, raised in Richmond. You know. What part of Richmond? Don't pull that shit. You know, everywhere <laughs> no, got tagged. Everywhere had a color at one point. Not point Richmond. I was gonna say twenty. You know damn well it wasn't point. You know none of us grew up in point Richmond. You know damn well it wasn't point. Your side of Richmond was the only Richmond that you might have lived in the better side. South side. I live south side. Oh, south side. South side was pretty peaceful back in the day compared to central and north. Yeah. No. Nah. Nah. I used to I used to go to sleep every night to gunshots. Yeah. Nah. Nah. South was compared to north though. North was the worst. North. It was north, central, south. Yeah. But even then, but the funny thing about it, I remember what North and Central. North and Central was bad, and then Central. I mean, North and South was bad, and then Central complained about. I was like, man, y'all ain't bad. Y'all like kind of. But yeah, like Richmond was as a whole was terrible though. 
So, yeah. you, but everybody knew like that's what it was. Like, oh, where you from? I'm from Central. Well, like, where you from? South Side. Like, we from North. Oh, you from North? Oh North, shit! Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like I ain't going there. Like, I'll go yeah. to Central. I'll go to South Side. But like, North? Oh no, I ain't. I ain't, no, no, no. I ain't trying to die. Like, it, if it, you would already sued just going there. Yeah, you would die. yeah, yeah. Is it trip how we segregate ourselves? Like, the black gangs only beefing mostly with black gangs. Mexican gangs yeah, yeah. only. <laughs> like, we do that. Like proximity, man. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then we're in the same fucking neighborhood. So, like, you know. We look at it as a micro level. Because right. like, because but but then like people from Richmond, if somebody from Oakland came somewhere, then all of a sudden people in Richmond unify. Right. But then all of a sudden you look at like, uh, but then some from LA, LA, uh, SoCal and, and coming Cali. out to the Bay Area, yeah, exactly. now, now, now Oakland and Richmond, or or Atlanta, or somebody California. Atlanta, or somebody or, on the East Coast or some shit. Now we unify as like we West Coast. So what happens? All those different type of things, but and then you, it trickles down. And it yeah, and it trickles like oh you should, you oh I'm US USA USA homie USA right. homie yeah or oh shit we Earthlings and fucking aliens coming and trying to destroy this shit. No, you know, it's, nobody... it's all that kind of <laughs> you know. But I'm saying like yeah. the kind of what was that? So, what was that yeah. speech? We're not gonna go into the remember Independence Day? Yeah, yeah. Wait, have you guys heard that theory? That was like uh, I forgot who said it, but um, it was that. Earth is the hood of all planets. That's why they just. That's why aliens keep leaving their trash here. What's that? That's what. <laughs> like, they're so they're fifty thousand years ahead of us in technology, and they're I, like. I think Joe Rogan said it's the Tijuana in the universe. No, it's, it's somebody else. It's somebody uh, else because it was like somebody said it better. The hood. Yeah. yeah, someone said it. I have a beef funnier. to pick with somebody in the podcast here. Uh, maybe not a good time to bring it up. All right. well, that's the only time. Gas bar's not here no more, man. No, no. Every time I notice this is a thing, and people have mentioned people who listen that every time I bring up something, and it sometimes is a fact for the most part. Uh, my wife over here, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> well, I have a beef. I, that's that's a beef I got to pick with you. That's a stick. Right. You know what? That's well, what? Say it. Go ahead. Come on, you fucking coward. Go ahead. Come up with a fake excuse. Screw you guys who think. Marco says the good word. Look, I'm I'm going to tell you something. When when every two seconds, you could be like, man, I had to pee hella bad. Oh, did you know peeing was invented by some mobsters out in the Bay Area? And you just hear that 24 fucking seconds. And that's the You don't believe a fucking word he says anymore. That's the stupidest shitty analogy that he came up with right now. It's not just the Bay Area. The mob was actually everywhere. I know. I know, but the mob started everything. The mob started the cheeseburger. Okay, the mob like, everything. I'm surprised I at all. I just want to live my life, JD. They he paid a private school education for this motherfucker not to know anything to now he just doesn't believe it. He's like one of those guys that, I don't know, the earth is flat. I've never seen it in whole. Like, I've never seen it go round. Like, that's what this motherfucker to, sounds like. To, to be fair, they don't really have, like... <laughs> Classes that study the mafia. Yeah, thank you. High school. But I always thought to myself, I always thought all the gangs that know wore suits because of the mafia and stuff like that. Also, real quick, with the Earth being flat, like, is it is it flat? No, it's not flat. No, 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 no. I'm going in like their world, right? Like, is it flat like this, or is it flat like this? I've always wondered. No, no, it's flat like. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, like, how do you see flat? Because like, if you look at a map, it's you know, look at it is like this flat earthers, or is it like this? Like, I've always wondered that. That was. Question I want to get from. It's supposed to be horizontal, yeah. yeah. But um, no, um, that's vertical. Okay. No, but I like, I, I like, I like, like, I like that he does that because every once in a while, I mean, you I, there has been. Okay, I will tell you this. I will tell you. There this. has been a few. Two times I have been. My ego has been no. It's more than more than two in, that, in conversation. Yeah, maybe on the podcast. Yeah. but like he's the, just like it up. that's not true. And then we looked it up, and like you were saying, bitch, you were saying, and then I don't like. I don't like. I'm not. I don't get off on like I'm right, but I just. Whenever we were we were at the museum the other day and we were, we were talking oh, about the museums. No, me and you, fool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which museum? The the Rosie, the, you Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. And we were Great talking museum. about like how the mob started Rosie the Riveter. No, you fucker. <laughs> but we were talking about stuff right there, and then we just kind of walked, and it was like, oh, see, I told you that was true, right? Yeah. You don't remember? Yeah. I no, no, no. And it's because I like history. No, I, like, I get that. I, like, I get that. You know, and I, I sp- appreciate that you like history. It's just not everything is about fucking uh, uh, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> First off, the Jonas Brothers were fucking Fuck great. Fuck the costumes. Jonas Brothers, it's and I hope the mob gets them. Oh my gosh! Look, everybody knows. Don't don't. I'm just it's kidding. all I about the All Star Weekend, man. All Star Weekend, exactly, bro. This is all about them and Midland. I saw them. I, I think this is a wrong time to air out our little. I'm sorry, bro. No, no, no. Come back. No, this God, is, we haven't aired this much dirty laundry since we did that eulogy for Gasper. No, no, no. This is perfect. Fuck Gasper. I'm looking at the camera. I do appreciate that he's a 
history buff of like not textbook history per se, like school history, well, but like this textbook history. No, 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 not like school history. Oh, like you're like real world history of like like real shit that we didn't learn in school. I do appreciate that. You learn it in college. Sure, sure, but like not high school. Like I didn't go to college. I learned. So. I learned some of these things. I, I mentioned I earlier. I mentioned but, some of the African American studies class that I yeah. took in college. But we. But it's just. So, it is kind of annoying <laughs> sometimes when you just mention. You just have a normal conversation, and every ten minutes, the mob started that. The mob started. That. It's not the mob I, though. It's not. It's I not know. The mob. Or, or it's paranormal, or that thing is haunted, or this thing. Okay, that, okay, okay. okay. You, you stay out of this. That's why I stepped. You stay out of this. That's why I stepped. And this is, and it's just kind of annoying because, like, I just wanted to say, like, but it's not a like, Marcos. Hey, man, Marcos is it's, making it worse. Than it's it just is. like it's cool. I just wanted a fortune cookie. It was cool that it was started in SF. Yeah. It's all good. I don't care that so, the mob. Beat up a white dude and then made him make the fortune cookie because they were hungry. So Mark, I, I never know said this, I, I never know said that's not real, quick. but I'm that. just real making quick. shit up at well, this point. But it you, sounds you, like you, something he would say. You have to and, do your and to the camera. This is what I deal with every day. So understand where I'm coming from, okay? So, let me explain. You, you have Marcos to lives in a world where everything is very pop like and is Disney Channel every day of his fucking life. And yeah, you know, I mean, to be wait, fair, wait. to be fair. Your average, I think your your average Joe doesn't necessarily know mafia history. Oh, and, I, and it's not even. You know? I like true crime. <laughs> That's what it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, I will say this: if you want him to stop bringing it up, you got to stop mentioning stuff that's related to the mob. Yeah. Everything is apparently related to the mob. Well, that's that's very true because the mob had a lot of and, and the mob is different. I know, but I just want to go. I just want to have a conversation so, so this, without. Because I, I, I haven't talked to the camera this entire time. So, Marcos, what you're doing is you're learning. Talk is to, you're, you're talk to me. You're hearing from. I've been talking to you this whole time. I just feels weird. I'm not talking to the camera, but I'll talk to you. Okay, you you want okay. You want to be intimate. <laughs> that's supposed okay, to cool. not be there. Okay, no, it's cool. It's all right. No, so what you're what you're experiencing is someone who has learned a lot, who didn't went to college, who didn't go to college, but they have a lot of information and they don't have no one to share. I went for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you didn't. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. And if, that's what you're constantly hearing because I remember me. I used to share like a bunch of stuff with a lot of my family, a lot of my mom, and then they would be like, okay, 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 and then even my siblings, okay, like, and then they like, start I don't thinking, care. like, I don't care. So and then I, you I start, obsess over shit too. And yeah. then you yeah. start like, like me, right? Yeah. One of my favorite shows ever was The Boondocks. Right. And like I mean, we had just got a DVR. Anybody would come over, I would tell them, and I would show them the Boondocks or Chappelle show, right? And then people start getting upset. It's like, God damn, dude! Or I refer to everything from the Boondocks yeah, or Chappelle right. show. And it was like, God damn, dude! Was you on the show? I geeked Did out. Did you help produce? And then I'm geeked out. Yeah. And then you. And then now it's like, well, I'm trying to. Sh what it, what JD is trying to do? He's trying to bring you into his mob world and trying to share with him <laughs> true no, crime. And then ha he, he wants want, you. Yeah, the he true wants a friend in true crime. He wants a friend in true crime. No, no, I don't. I don't. No, yeah, you do. Yes, you, you do. Yeah, you do. That's what, that's. That's literally what okay. it is. Okay. It's literally what it is. It's it's not um, what it's not. Like, you know what it is? Is that he's too happy? <laughs> no, fuck no. What is well, it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's just your self. It's in your subconscious it's, it, that it you're is. doing this. It and is. it's something that you. You're. This is how you like talk. It's like like hey, you like Pokemon. Right. I like Pokemon. Let's talk about Pokemon. Or oh, you music. don't know Pokemon? It's, it's, I talk a lot about it's, it's your version yeah. of comic yeah. books because yeah. you do that with comic books. Like yeah. you know a reference that reminds you of a comic book thing. Well, he knows everything. Yeah, he does. That's true. He knows. That's true. But like. That's why he. That's why we have long ass conversations because yeah. we talk history, and it's not always about the yeah. fucking mob. Yeah. It's not. It's 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 relax, Sorry. relax. It's not always about crime. It's you know all kinds of shit, not just that. I think that when we started hanging out, that's what it was a lot of, where it was like mob. you're used to. Huh? You're used to having that kind of conversation, or with someone who's smart enough to handle it. Yes, not fucking. With you. I, I mean, you. with me. No, no, no but think, it, no, 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 here, it's not even that. Hmm. It's, it's I geek out over shit. Like when I read that book about the the um uh the fuck what's his name the, the yeah yeah Seth Rollins the the dude who was in a punk band and and his stories about how rough it was. Like I geeked out for that and like on that whole for like a week hearing like other musicians road stories like whoa that's you know yeah, yeah I, I geek I out that. over shit I and I think that. sometimes I'm hella excited but I'm finding outlets to geek out like you know 
Like I could do that with you. We we go back and forth on shit like that a lot. I mean, like, it, but the problem is sometimes you push it onto people, and that's my yeah, problem. You push you know? it, you know, because it's the thing you're passionate about. And then like Marcos, you never share any. You just Marcos, you never share anything about music. You you it seemed like you a lot of times you're interested in what we're doing a lot of the time, and we like we hear about tomorrow's June, but we don't like know like okay like I'm trying to be like this pop band or this pop band is really cool. We, we might d- dismiss it from the standpoint, but then also share what you like, share yes. with, uh share what your favorite thing is, or tell us why the Jonas Brothers is so like big to you. Like I don't like the Jonas Brothers mainly because when they came out, all these like young girls was, like huge into. I'm like oh my god, I don't want to like be like that kind of thing. But then what or like and then why. I'm very, I'm very well aware, actually, because like I give him shit all the time. But I was the exact same way too. Yeah. Like, like I noticed myself bringing up music because, like, especially with because we don't share the same music likes a lot of the time. Right. Yeah. But our, it's very our your guys' comedy journey yeah. and my music journey is very similar. Yeah. I see a lot of similarities of when I hang out with you guys, go to shows yeah. with you guys, and stuff like that. Preparedness before a show is something we do talk about. Like, we, yeah. we do, like, you know, what's your mind going through? Like, yeah. shut up right now, I don't want to talk, you yeah. know? Or just, uh, and we talked about how he has a bone to pick that you never let him come with you to shows. Yeah. Uh, we talk yeah. about that. Yeah, you, I, mean, I, well, just, I, I cried to I him. Can, I can answer that right now. <laughs> if you want No, to. I answered that question for him. No, no, no. Answer, go ahead, alone, Corday, huh? we didn't hear it from your... You know, this is like... Uh, uh, Marty McFly singing a Chuck Berry song all over again. To go to we hear it from his song. Anyway, I just so, want to support Corday. Nah, so a lot of times I don't, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't bring people to shows with me or stuff like that because sometimes like my mood might be thrown off or I just I'm like nervous about a show or I go to a lot of shows solo where I think and I visualize about what I want to talk about. And it's then fun I, going with you though. I yeah. like going to shows. With yeah, you. and then and then um, I would so, never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey man, don't don't you know. <laughs> And and my favorite, honestly, no. my favorite. Can story. I talk, JD? Okay, this is my problem, JD. You always interrupt <laughs> people, all right? <laughs> like if we talk about you always sharing, like JD, you always like you never let me get a thought out. Also, so I'll, I'll give you, and this is you why do I hate. Rant. Huh? You do rant I ridiculously do rant. I, a lot. I rant, but then also I'm trying to like get to where I'm going with it. Like I'm trying to explain I, something I, to I, you, I right? I do that. I do that. But, I think I have something yeah. wrong with me, but yeah. But and then so what is for me, right? Going back to I rant, or sometimes like I talk too fast, so I try to slow it down. It goes back to like when you was little, you can always say something like a real immediate, so, right? Yeah, so you you try to say stuff and interrupt, but it's because if you don't say it now, you'll forget. We have the same problem. We have the we're same part problem. Of big families. Yeah, we're part of big families. And then so for me, I got rant, but it's like it. I always say I'm catching up on what I couldn't say back in the day. Yeah. Like I couldn't share my thoughts. So I like I ran and like I'm like, oh, I can finally te- like tell like when I, I find like around people my own age where I can yeah. say something. But we're talking about shows. I'm like so like I'm getting ready for a show. I'm going to a show. I'm thinking about this. And then sometimes I I never want to be holding to someone's time of like uh like you want to get out of here. Like I might want to I might want to leave early. I might want to stay. But if somebody's like always with me, like oh you got to go, like you have to go or something like that. But then that's the coolest thing about me though. It's like, I'm down. I'm there for you. So yeah. I, I'm there to help you. Yeah. I'm there to do whatever you yeah. need to do. If you just want to chill and yeah. not drive, I can drive. Yeah. If you need a DJ, I can DJ. That's still a no, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I do about, the light. So one thing about me, right? I, I like to drive every single time because like I'm just always used to driving. Dude. So like other people like uh like oh I can drive I'm like now nah, do it like you know like uh it, it comes from <laughs> it comes from my dad. My dad used to drive. He would like he would have somebody riding with him, but he would always drive himself. This way, it's just something like you can kind of control, and then it's sure just, sure like it's something I'm always in my head about like you. Can say like I'm cool, like you like you cool, but like, I'm cool, but like, you cool. I'm like now we gotta go. I got I gotta get Marcos home or some shit like that. Or sometimes like I'll be honest, sometimes I might be want to hang out and then like a chick might hit me up or something. You know, just the opportunity like I can dip at any second because I'm about to go to. You're not holding thing. someone You're not, hostage no. or, or someone's yeah. not holding you back. Yeah, okay. Sure. But I just remembered because I remembered a while back I was thinking of stories that I haven't shared. Yeah. That I want to share, and this is we just talked about that show we went to Sacramento together that one time. Which Anyways, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sure. Elk Grove, the funniest shit I've ever had happen. Like, oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. someone, we were leaving the show at like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. and it's me, we and Corday in the car, and we were like, bro, I, we need, I need to lose weight. He's like, yeah, me too. I need to start walking more. We're going back and forth with that whole fat guy changing our lives shit. Yeah, like I need <laughs> to look better. I'm trying to look better at shows. Like, yeah, me too. I'm gonna start walking more. And we're driving, and I see a Wiener's Nitzel sign, and I said, "Ooh, Wiener's Nitzel." He just turned. <laughs> we didn't say, "Oh, should we go?" No, just "Ooh, Wiener's Nitzel." And I just felt. And I'm gonna tell you why, because there's only Wiener's Nitzels in Richmond, 
And no, I don't know no, what the other El one is. Oh, no. El Cerrito. El Cerrito's only one. El Cerrito. I mean, so El Cerrito. My bad. There's only one. Oh, so there wasn't one in Richmond yeah, over there by San Pablo. Yeah, taco truck. Now it's a taco, taco spot taco. now. Yeah. And then there's only one in uh, El Cerrito slash Richmond, like by my grandma's house. And then, but that's like hella far. So then, literally, where it's Elk Grove, Sacramento, coming back from there. I just and then, the and then he was like, uh, Wiener said so because so I grew up like oh, always going to Wiener said yeah, so yeah. because my grandma always had coupons. So the fact that there's one way out here and I was hella hungry at the time too. Like I'm usually always hungry yeah, when I get too. to a show or after a show because like uh, I sometimes I don't eat on the way there or by the time the show over it's like two and a half three hours after. So we saw Wiener so I was like, oh fuck, and there's never any Wiener out here because I was thinking in my head, fuck, we gotta go to Jack in the Box and I hate. I was like, nope, Wiener is way better. No, but it's funny he said you just said that right now because we ate on the way yeah. <laughs> and then we still ate on the yeah, way Yeah, but back. so El Grove know, is like, what, like an hour and a half, two hours hour, away? Hour and a half. Yeah, and then so then uh, the show might start at 8, yeah. and then the show was over like 9, 30, 10, and then we still we got, got out of there at 11. And then we got out of there at 11, so I'm trying to eat before like on the way home, so then like my body can process the food of what I just ate instead of getting home, because I'm still going, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat when I get home, you know? Yeah. So then it, it can process on the way home, so. And we saw a car accident. And we day. saw a terrible car accident, too. Accident. And then JD kept talking about it, and she was like, hey, can you, can you shut up real quick? Can we talk about something else right now? Making you nervous. Like, you're making me nervous. No, 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 you yeah, know yeah. what it was, too? It was, he said, like he said, who died. no, no, he yeah. said, yeah. let's do a prayer, and I was like, okay, but let's call 911 first <laughs> well because i i've never called 911 like after like yeah, you guys thing. saw it happen? we saw yeah, it saw and it actually because uh, i called from my phone yeah. uh, oh, call. chp called me like two days uh, yeah. two days after yeah. to ask what because apparently i'm the only one who called who saw yeah and, oh shit yeah because that one yeah uh, luckily we called yeah because it caused two other cars to hit that car and it caused like four pile four car pile like up yeah, because what happened was I remember I, I was like uh, like I'm like very aware when I'm driving and stuff like that. That's also another reason I don't like to drive people because sometimes people aren't aware. So like JD's talking to me and shit like that, and like I'm like playing some music, but then like I'm like looking behind me, and then I just see like a car like kind of going like this right behind. And I was like, so I started slowing down. He's like, hey, why are you slowing down? And then the car comes up on our right, speeding hella much, and then there's like a van two lanes over. And um, the car's coming up trying to speed. And then all of a sudden, as it's coming up, trying to like zip through some people, one of the vans gets into the lane, cuts them off. And so now that speeding car goes like, goes vroom, loses control. And then it's like the steering wheel seemed like it just made it go a sharp left. It hit a sharp left, because I think it was going like 85, 90, into like the side rail. And it started riding the side rail for like a good amount of time. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And, and, I, and it was like fire. fire and like with sparks and shit like that and i was like fuck yo and funny about it we had our weed assistance on our lap but it was but i was like yo this is why and i'm like yo this is why um i didn't stop eating my fries the whole time yeah i was like yo this is why uh you gotta be like aware of shit like this you know because like yeah. if you're not aware of somebody we probably could have like hit that thing if i wasn't paying attention yeah or it could have hit us because i started slowing down because I, I was like who the, i was like i saw lights going like this i'm like we saw them go yeah. like yeah yeah and so then I was like, fuck, yo, and then terrible accident. I don't have you drive when you come with me. You drive when I'm drunk. Like in Salinas, yeah. I got drunk. Yeah. I got fucking... Uh, the last few times you've been drunk. Damn. Yeah, and see, I'm not I'm not used damn. to... Like, because I'm, I'm always... <laughs> That's bullshit. That's I'm bullshit. Always, yeah, I mean, it happens, but I'm like... No, no, you, no, it, it's, to and it, it's totally fine. I, I think, like, because the one thing i've been trying to tell him too and something he's like really bad at is staying after shows yeah and i'm like dude if you're gonna make fans you have to you have to wait wait stay after the show meet people at the door blah blah, blah. even if they didn't i stayed in someone a lot of them me drinks yeah a lot of the recent ones he's been staying and i'm like good you know don't you like do stay until you want to it's hey, good don't like remember you that way yeah i don't care how like how late we stay out yeah. just we should I don't care how late we stay out. Yeah. Just stay. That's why I love. You have to make fans, and it and it worked out too when we went to the Fremont one. Remember all of us, and we, we met someone oh, who's a fan of who listens to who listens to the voice party, and she knew who we were. Yeah, and yeah. that was pretty cool because like most of the time when you hear people say the voice party, even though we've been on it for a long time, they just think JD. Yeah. So that was kind of like a cool experience that we got and to. They, she talked to you two for like an hour. She no? was yeah. asking us for advice on her own. On podcast. her own podcast yeah. and kind of asking us like the ins and out of what we do here and stuff. 
I'm just like through a fog machine right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it, no, I'm saying because but, what you're talking about, uh, last few, t- like a few people hit me up to the podcast recently. Uh, a chick added me after a show last night and they saw that I did the, the voice party podcast. It's like, I'm trying to get in podcasts. Like me and my homegirls trying to get podcasts. I'm like, yo, just DM me. I can give you some advice, stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a, it's a surreal thing. Like when people start doing that. If you're watching this, Corday doesn't do shit here. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I'm the talent I, and, bitch. And, and, even, <laughs> and even before we, we ran into people in the early days, JT, you would share with us, listeners would say, hey, I really like what, uh, what, what JD had to, what you had to say last time, or wow, you know, Gaspar uh, uh, was really insightful, or Joaquin made a good point, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, so it's just, it's, it, you know, people that pay attention pay attention. Like one of my coworkers, um, it's like uh, one of my supervisors, we were, we were like walking and we ran into like uh, a specific coworker and they were like, oh yeah, hugs, right? I miss you. And then he turns to me and says, I don't miss you though because I watch you every week yeah. on the voice party. Yo, you, and then, and then the right. next day he was like, Hey Joaquin, where's my merch? And I was like, "What size shirt you wear? I yeah. got you." Yeah, <laughs> you know, <Right>. like <laughs> there, there is a cool. That's why we. Sorry, that's why we. We all are gonna probably divide these up if that's cool. Three sure. stickers each. Uh, to, or three, one sticker each. No, no, no. no, no. We, I mean, unless you want me to hold on to them for merch shit. Wait, we'll we're sorted out. I mean, that's that's another thing we've been talking about. And I think you know, making this like an official business too is like. All this as a voice party entity is is kind of it's getting to that point where we want to build onto this a lot, you know, because I think the voice the voice party has so much potential, not just as a podcast, but as a promotion, as a possible promotion company for, you know, comedy shows. I mean, that could be. That's how Outlands people, uh, Outside Lands people started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it can it can genuinely start into that where there's teams of. Yeah. Uh, of different departments within this one entity. Voice party we, we the higher ups. We the higher ups. Yeah. We the higher ups here, yeah. Depends how much stake yeah. JD wants uh, to give us. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. So real quick, I remember so speaking of outside lands, um, JD you went Marcos, would you like to see yourself at some place like outside lands, like a festival or things Good like question. that? Yeah. I was wondering um, if that's better. We so so here's the thing, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but booking agents we have gotten this a million times, but they won't look at you unless you have 10,000 followers uh, on Instagram. 10,000. Here's the thing. It doesn't. There there are people out there, there are bands out there that have 2,500 followers, less than us, that are signed to record labels that go on tour yearly and bring people to shows, like two, 300 cap rooms yearly and sell out all the time and there's people with millions of followers that once they go on tour they don't sell shit numbers don't necessarily translate um but it's hard because we've been we've had connections to outside lands before we have we have tried to get on it it is a hundred percent something i dream about doing that festival run outside lands um you know any of the south class, by southwest south by southwest we've submitted this year um a lot of, you know and a lot of people don't know too it's just it's money man you, well you have to pay to submit to these things yeah yeah you know and it's not a cheap submission yeah and yeah. then if and it's it's really rough sometimes to like be like okay we're just throwing money away you know and that's i think that's why it deters a lot of how much musicians cost it, like for your um, it could to get us out there to like South by Southwest or something like that. Outside lands. It would yeah. outside lands is here, so it would be a, a couple hundred bucks just in gas for the van. No, no, no. To submit, like you got to pay for that, right? No, that one you have to know people. Um, but South by Southwest, you can submit, uh, and some other festivals you can. But but it, you know it. It sucks when you have when you do have talent, but we we talked about this on the uh, what's it called? We talked about this on the last episode. Is that you know it's a uh, oh fuck I forgot where I was going with that. Never mind. I remember. You submitted to festivals and stuff like that. Uh, I was, was going to say it's, it's the same Southwest. way with filmmaking. Like with what we did unhealthy comedian. Yeah. Like you got to pay money to submit it to all these festivals, yeah. and like. 
I didn't look at what Sundance charges to submit, but just like SF Indie wanted like 120 bucks for me that's, to well, submit. That's what I'm saying. You, you get comedian. to you get deterred. So, so I had to be selective with and strategic with where I'm submitting, yeah. right? And what I'm submitting to. What do you feel because like? My you pockets are only so deep. Yeah. Right. Oh, and and uh, I guess that's where I was going. It's the last what we talked about in the last episode is like, there's talent everywhere, you know. Uh oh. You good? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, talent can only get you so far. There's talented people everywhere. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. when some, some shitty films get picked up by cans and shit because they paid a good amount. I'm not, sure, yeah. That's, I'm not saying the bands are shitty, but you know what I mean? No, like, no, no. And, and look, just because you don't like an artist on Outside Lands doesn't mean they're shitty either. No. All, all these guys are talented. All these guys oh, yeah. are good musicians. And that's different, too. I'm, I'm speaking yeah, about... Yeah, you're not, you're not getting films. on these stages if you're crap. No. You no, know what I, I mean? I, I just don't... So as a comedian, I know we apply to festivals uh, like uh, San Francisco Comedy Competition just announced the lineup. I know people who was in it. I thought I applied, but I didn't get... I guess I didn't get in it. Um, and I know about... There's... Uh, shout, shout out to Shanti Jose Contreras. Shanti Jose Contreras. Uh, Ed Black, I believe. Uh, uh, Alejandro Motherfucker uh, What's his last name? Chua Chua uh, I just know him as Dro Nose So that's why Like you be saying his full name I'm like dude I just know him as Dro Nose um, they, they all got into the competition Chris Riggins won it last year So it was super dope um, And Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's in LA now Doing his thing at the comedy store So I'm just it, like yeah. I'm like Oh I see this festival Because I don't go to music festivals Like I, that's, I just go to concerts Individually And people's like You can save much, so much money Going to like these festivals And I'm just like it's I'm too, like I don't It's too much for me I don't like all the people I don't want You know I just want to go to the concert And dip You see the pictures I posted How much people Dude was? I looked at all that shit I was like I'm, In my head I'm like COVID COVID I, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like I feel drained As far as like like it's, it was too much yeah, I, it's too I much staying away from people luckily we had a pass where we yeah. didn't have to go to the people's bathroom yeah we went to like employee bathrooms nice but it was just too much man it was like uh, i was gonna say i see the idea of going to festivals just as a patron can i say something oh go ahead what i didn't like seeing a lot of like it's different because usually the concerts i go to is like it's weed smoking yeah but this was like pill popping yeah all it's a of, different it's a different thing it's a different happens. environment man and it, you know it, it's it's just it, it's not like rave per se but like it is like a party central very environment and it's hard especially and you know not to bring this in but i have to being sober now going to a lot of shows yep it's changed my perspective on live music because I used to go there. I didn't care. Like I would trash my voice every time singing out loud. I'd be drunk, high, do whatever. Right. It was part black. Of it was part of the thing. And, and I was like embracing that concert culture. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, now that I'm sober and I go to concerts, it's like, I'm enjoying the music. I'm enjoying and I'm appreciating everything for what it's worth. I'm still looking at concerts as I'm through a musician's lens for sure. Yeah. But I'm appreciating a lot of things a lot more. Um, I'm willing to spend a little extra bucks, too, to get a little closer now because I'm not a lawn guy anymore. <laughs> I can't, you know, especially when it comes to those amphitheaters. But it sucks. It, it does. My back hurts now. My feet, like I'm getting yeah. old. I'm getting old, dude. You're getting old, 28 dude. now. I, I can't hurt, Like Indian style hurts. It, it's not like it hurts. fun. Like, you give a you can't see how, how shit. You, how do you? 28. Dude. Just turned 28. It's it gets worse. Like it's all the funny shit that my dad and like our uncles or grandpa used to tell me. He's like, "Oh, enjoy it while you're young." And I was, I was like, "Oh man, don't." Yeah, like dude, about. we could sit. I, my whole thing was like, "Dude, I'm always gonna sit in the lawn because yeah. it's so much cheaper." No, and then all of a sudden I'm, now I'm like, willing to spend extra forty bucks to yo, get I, chairs. I got a uh, because I, I I go to certain comedy clubs. I see a bunch of comedians, and I saw Neil Brennan. Like you know, like where I was the stage was. I'm here. Neil Brennan's like right there, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like a way different experience." I was like this is why you pay more and i was like oh my god i was like what happened if i was at like like oakland arena and i saw kevin harder chase i was right. like this would be amazing but the only person i'm actually probably like really willing to spend money like that is adele i haven't seen adele or kendrick lamar okay. two people i haven't seen uh, I, hey, like I, I hate to go off topic but i got a question for both of you okay and it's kind of um maybe you two when you've done projects like after a show after a show uh, you know you said you had a show last night yep. what time did you go to sleep 3 a.m. Perfect example of what I'm about to talk about. When you go home, how do you like, you know, or after we film something, like, like not up, like, how long? Do, how it usually takes a while to like 
rest after a show. Yeah. Even Friday, even though I didn't perform, but I was hanging out with what's his name, you know. Corday. <laughs> no, no, no. Famous comedian. Drop. I don't want to yeah. name drop, but yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. You you kind of or or yesterday even like it it takes a while to like do you do anything to like fall asleep right away is there yeah, like I do something because yeah. I don't I don't I mean yeah. not not like <laughs> well, we will <laughs> I watch porn yeah fapping out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but but, yeah, but yeah, is yeah, there that, other things yeah, like I'm at burn bright and collapse huh yeah that's the nightly ritual but, but I mean, is there anything else out first anything else or any other thing aside from that well, I'll say or I'll, weed or I'll, anything I'll, like that I'm not saying no, you not because I don't smoke no I'm saying you know what I'm saying though that's like the usual so I'll say what's harder from like you say once you get home and kind of do that stuff I say what's harder because you say like Marcos is trying to tell you to hang out more like after a show if i don't hang out i still have like all this like pent up so energy. you burn yes. it out hanging out so i like i burn it out hanging you out you get like a boost yeah of, Ooh, and i'm like still like that. on that high so i'm still kind of like hang out talk to people and things like that like if i if you was asking me like right after i left the show immediately go home and like what i do then i was like i don't know like maybe like i'm really trying to get into editing thanks to marco showing me that or like i watch like or i watch whatever it was talked about on football or some podcast stuff like that mm-hmm. but the hang is usually like a way for me to like to calm down get that adrenaline from off the stage right. and things like that and by the time I go home like because I'm not a night person but I can stay up I've been able to stay up of late but I am not a night person so like you I've, JD you've been around me you guys been seeing me like fall asleep like with you guys yeah. like because like I, I can't stay up too late. Like I, I'll get exhausted. You know? I'm a night person. Yeah, yeah see, I'm sure. a night. I'm a night person too. Yeah. But I'll, to to an extent though. And I'll say this for me. Like last night is a good example. I have you know I'm like kind of tired of being at the venue per se. Mm. Yeah. Um. But once I get home, I'm like I want to see every video that you guys took. I want to see every picture. Now, what can I clip? Like, my mind goes, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting videos ready for TikTok. Yeah. And that's what I did until 3 in the morning. Yeah. I, I, I do that and, for sure. Like, let's yeah. see what, You know, let's see what yeah. I did. Yeah, I want to review yeah. my performance. I felt really good. Yeah. Watch the video. Fuck, I didn't do as good as yeah. I thought, maybe. Or I missed that note. I thought yeah. I hit that. Yeah. Here's Look, where things went wrong. So I'm definitely analyzing my day. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has, I think you're right. It, there's so much adrenaline after a show and especially when you do well yep i think everyone can attest to this us all being artists is like last night there's nothing that strokes my ego more than when 90 percent of the venue comes up to you and has a two-minute conversation and you have to be the one that says i gotta go yeah because hella people are pulling you to give you compliments yeah. all night and you're starting to get so uncomfortable because you're not used to that much compliments in a row yeah yeah. But it feeds my ego. Like, yeah. I am a rock star right now. Yeah. I look at you, like, I know you. Yeah. And we work together, right? Yeah. But when you're when you're coming up to me, I'm like, thanks, man. Like, yeah. like I'm the big guy right now. In the yeah, world. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there, and, and you can it's hard to come down from that as soon as you get in the, you know. And then the other cool thing, too, for me, right, after we, we left the venue, I put on All Star by Smash Mouth. Our van is rumbling. David, JD, and Nando had a few drinks. They're screaming the song. We're jamming just from Point <laughs> Richmond back to my house. And it was the most chaotic ride I've ever had back home. But it was fun. And it was like, that was like one of those points where you were like, oh, this is what tour is going to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is this is the dream. We yeah. get back in the van. We drive to the next place. Yeah. We do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And, and you just, it's hard to come down from a high like that. It, that it's literally like cocaine. That was that was like me and, 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 and Johan after a show. Like, I'm not saying, I sound like an old fart saying, like, that used to be me. Like when after a show, like because it, I hear that, and that's how we, me, uh, Johan, and like whoever else was with us on the show, yeah. we do driving after a show, like go get some pussy, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? We're going to the taco, everyone would go to the taco truck with us after a show, yeah, and they would be cracking at the taco yeah. truck, like oh, it was, and the girl it was, asked for my number. She chased me down nice. in my there, van. There you go. To and, get my and, and, and it was like, that, yeah. that shit just, it feeds yeah. my ego. And, and, and now, like, this was happened the other day after a show. It went great. Yeah. Um, I went home. I changed into my sweats. Yeah. And I put on uh, uh, the new episode of Reservation Dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah. 
Yeah, no, it's a, it's a you, th- that's where you're at kind of too now. I mean, you hang yeah. out for a little bit too. And actually, we hung out that day. It was Thursday where you we came over. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's 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 super dope. Like uh, like stroking your eagle, chick asking for your number. Yeah. Uh, I'm at the place where sometimes like like once so once you do the improv, we do the improv more. That will happen more often. Yeah. But then also sometimes you get uh, th- I also get humbled too sometimes at the shows. Like I'll do a show, like uh, do a local show in Santa Rosa. This dope ass spot called Bar- called Barrel Proof. Casey puts on some amazing shows. I've been headlining there for like a, a while now. Like I worked myself from just doing the show to featuring. Like he really like, and now every time I go, like I can headline, right? And then you like you got your ego you fucking chasing the high you don't want to leave just yet because like santa rose is like an hour you're like nah man i'm still cool and then i go to another bar nobody even know who i am because they didn't come to the show right so it's like a humbling thing so it's a way for me to still like all right i'm still chasing high. i'm not there yet and i can still keep me grounded right but then also after i did the improv right i opened for um Pablo Francisco, right? This chick was supposed to come to the show. She did, and she's like, "I only come in if I want VIP tickets. Like, only if I get VIP sits, I'll come." And I was like, and then her home, like our homeboys, like, "Why you want VIP tickets?" It's like, because I want to say I was sit, I got put in the VIP, and I was like, "See, you the type of chicks I don't need to be around, right?" Then, like how you said, we was at this bar bunch of people coming up to me afterwards they was like hey dude you was funny as shit dude like yeah. the one joke so like she over here watching me getting hella attention getting hella jealous i was like when well, i'm loving the attention it's stroking my ego so much but also i'm just like yo you a terrible person you upset that i'm getting all this like uh you and your little groupies over here like we're gonna go over here and i was just in my head i was just like Girl, you ain't even that fine for me to be like that kind of. But also, we not talking like that too. So like, I'm just it's like crazy. I, I, you brought up you brought up a good point. I'm gonna be at Barrel Proof Comedy, September 12th. Nice. There you go. Sorry, Friday, Friday September 12th. No, no, no. September 12th. Yeah. It's the day before the, the improv show. So. There you go. But yeah, I mean Tuesday. You want a Tuesday? It, Fairfax. It's in Fairfax. No, no, no. no. So that's, not, that's not Barrel Proof. That's uh, that's uh, Max in Fairfax. Max and Max. In Fairfax is put on barrel proof. Put on by barrel proof. Oh. They have an actual comedy club, okay, okay. barrel proof, that's in Santa Rosa. Oh. So you're doing the barrel proof. You're doing, yeah, you're doing Max in Fairfax that's put on by barrel proof. Hosted by Tony Sparks. Hosted by Tony Sparks. That's a great fucking yeah, show, sure. too. Yeah, 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 nice. show. And they give you pizza and they feed you. So hey, dope. That's all you have that's to say. Oh, all going back <laughs> to, the, to the, what's it called? We were talking. We started about racism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. And then, and then Phil's yeah. just like, I don't want to participate. Corday, in this. Corday goes, and that's why comedy's racist. That's been the voice party, <laughs> and we're out. We're out. Burp, burp, burp. Oh, I didn't mean to really end it like that.